Good evening. Welcome to another edition of VP Live Talk Radio. I am back. Dino's going to be joining me in a little bit. This is what we're going to do this evening. I want to, well, of course, we're going to have the Vaping Genius on. The Vaping Genius. Let me tell you something. I I didn't even know what the Vaping Genius was, and I was in a Google uh, Hangout, I don't know, maybe three or four weeks ago, and Ruby Roo and Suck My Mod and a few other people in there said, you have to interview the Vaping Genius. They love them. They love them. Rip Trippers loves them. Suck My Mod loves them. Grim Green loves them. Pibu Sardo loves them. All the major reviewers love the Vaping Genius, and they want to hear him interviewed. So that's it. I had to have him on. And I've actually been researching him throughout the week, and I'm going to have him on at 930. But before I have him on, I want to also discuss what happened at the hearing in Connecticut this week. Now, I'm going to play Greg's testimony first because it's pretty long. It's probably about 25 minutes long because they ask him questions and everything. But it was a very good testimony. It was interesting to hear what they had to ask him. So I'm going to play that. Then I'm going to bring Dino on and the Vaping Genius on. And then after I have the Vaping Genius on and interview him, I'll go back and play a little bit more uh, testimony and talk about what happened in Connecticut because it was very interesting. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play Greg, Mr. Superstar, Greg Connolly, president of the AVA's testimony from Tuesday. I believe it was Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't know. It was March 11th. On March 11th when we went to the hearing where they pretty much want to just ban everything here in Connecticut. Here is Greg. Uh, Gregory Conley. Okay. Good afternoon, Chairpersons Garitana and Ritter and distinguished members of the Public Health Committee. My name is Gregory Conley, and I am here today to speak on behalf of the American Vaping Association. I've testified, I've had the honor of testifying before this committee twice before, um, and I have spent four and a half years since quitting smoking in 2010 with a vapor product, actually a watermelon-flavored one. I have spent four and a half years advocating for responsible evidence-based policy surrounding vapor products, also known as electronic cigarettes. Uh, I spent three years as the volunteer legislative director for the U.S.'s largest consumer advocacy group dedicated to vapor products. Uh, I'd like to urge you to reject all three bills you are considering today in relation to vapor products. Enactment of any bill that impacts the accessibility, affordability, or attractiveness of vapor products to adult smokers will harm public health, and even worse, it will protect incumbent cigarette markets, a.k.a. big tobacco. As you may know, these bills seek to enact numerous policies, so many policies that it would be impossible to justify to, uh, to address them all in three minutes, so I will largely speak in generalities. However, I urge you to please ask any questions you may have, uh, as, this, as on an important public health topic such as this, there are no bad questions. I've also submitted extensive written testimony, including a 20-page policy guide written by the former head of the UK's largest anti-smoking organization, Clive Bates. Every month, as the scientific evidence grows showing that vapor products are even more helpful than NRTs to smokers to quit, and even and far, far less hazardous than smoking, more and more public health advocates, including those who once vehemently opposed vapor products, are coming out and embracing the use of these products by adult smokers. Just last month, Derek Yock the former head of the World Health Organization's tobacco uh, portion, came out 
and urged responsible policies because these products can save millions of lives. Unfortunately, there is a lot of ideology in public health that has infected this field. There are those who will oppose the use of any smoke-free product just because they subscribe to an ideology that says if it looks like smoke, it must be evil. Briefly, there are several. I will summarize. Um, when tested with proper study protocols, Vapor products are not releasing hazardous levels of chemicals. Um, nicotine is not a carcinogen. While youth use has risen, these products, uh, at the same time, youth smoking has dramatically declined the greatest amount that we've ever seen in the Monitoring the Future study. Flavors help smokers quit. This is a ban. If you make e-cigarettes be flavorless, you are banning 99% plus of vapor products on the market. And I will note to those who are testifying after me, these members of the committee, they are likely to be here until 2 a.m., 3 a.m., so I understand your lives are on the line, your businesses are on the line, but please try to be brief because we do not want thank, to keep them thank here you, so Thank you, Mr. Conley. Uh, Representative Ritter. Thank you, and I, and I appreciate I appreciate your testimony and, and, and summarizing. It does help the committee. So I'm not that ideological. I can be stubborn, but I'm not that ideological. So my, my question is, we, what if we passed a law that said you can't smoke e-cigarettes in schools? Is that a problem that you'd have as representative of the American Vaping Association? So long as you, not, uh, you do not redefine smoking to include the use of a smoke-free product, which I do not believe that bill does, that is a perfectly common-sense policy. How about a restaurant? I'm at a bar watching a basketball game, and we say to the person on my right, can't use the e-cigarette next to me. They have to go outside. Is that an unreasonable regulation in your mind? That is unreasonable. You're going to hear from a business owner who has bars and restaurants. Uh, he supports allowing vaping in his own restaurant. There is no evidence that the vapor that comes off of a vapor product is hazardous to bystanders. There uh, was testimony earlier today mentioning scary-sounding chemicals, lead, cadmium, formaldehyde. Well, you know, the authoritative U.S. Pharmacopeia Convention sets daily maximum inhalable doses for various toxic chemicals that would be toxic if in high amounts. The Nicorette inhaler, the FDA-approved Nicorette inhaler for smoky cessation, includes in its mist lead, cadmium, formaldehyde, etc. It is a scare tactic to just okay. go and name off random chemicals to try to make vapor seem like it is hazardous. So long okay. story short, no business owner should retain okay. that. And my, and my last question, and I, I, I know you got a lot of information, and we will read it and we'll hear it. So just, I'm just trying to walk through it again. I'm not no you know, problem. I'm just Thank trying you. to listen. So children is a major concern under yes. the age of 18. So if we passed restrictions on, on marketing to children, if we did certain things that um, you heard about the flavors, there's some concern about the flavors, Do, are there any regulations you would consider reasonable in terms of how we market to children in the state of Connecticut? The problem is, is that our opponents consider any marketing to be marketing to children. That is the truth. Uh, any regulation regarding advertising and marketing uh, would un be unlikely to survive First Amendment scrutiny. The Supreme Court has made that fairly clear along with appeals courts. And I, I quit with a watermelon flavor. I tried a tobacco-flavored e-cigarette in 2009 when the technology was new. All the tobacco flavor did was remind me, my God, a cigarette would taste wonderful right now. So no, restricting any flavor will just lead to less people quitting smoking than they would without this regulation. Okay. Last one. I have one more. Labeling. So people just say, we get a lot of that in this committee. Just let people know the information out there. Your public health, people just want to know. 
Why can't we label what's in there? I think back to your GMO labeling bill that you heard two years ago in this committee, where at the very last minute, due to the concerns of food manufacturers, the bill was amended to say that the GMO labeling did not take effect until all the states surrounding Connecticut also enacted such regulation. Mm -hmm. If you Labeling is extremely complex, especially when you don't have a bill before you to actually comment on. Uh, even if you just go to nicotine amount, well, some people express it 1.8%. Other people express it one point, uh, rather 18 milligrams per milliliter. Uh, with ingredients, sources of ingredients, it's absurd. Uh, you're gonna have to, uh, every time you switch a flavor manufacturer, you're going to have to switch that. Ingredients, so are we talking about if we put down uh, Flavor Arts Blueberry on our, on our label, is that proper? Or is the regulation instead going to say you have to do a chemical analysis of every single flavor you use so that you have the listing of the very complex names like you look on a soda, right. where they're not saying this flavoring, they are breaking down the chemical by concentration. But so I understand your testimony. Your answer is that it's complex, but you're not philosophically opposed if done in a reasonable fashion that we would have requirements of labeling. Is that fair to say? I am philosophically and uh, legally opposed to states stepping in and okay. doing labeling. For the most part, there is uh, child-resistant caps are perfectly acceptable, and everyone in this industry virtually is using them. My recommendation on that is that if you move towards that, uh, please reference federal law. Do not come up with your own standard. That is what probably by the end of this legislative session, we already have three states that reference the federal standard, Vermont, Minnesota, and New York. By the end of this year, we're likely to have 12 to 15 bills also pass that reference the federal standard, not a standard that would vary from state to state. And that's also the fear with the labeling that Connecticut can come up with perfectly reasonable options. But if Massachusetts does one thing different than the companies in California and Oregon that are selling e-liquid to companies here in Connecticut, that they will have to create 50 different labels for 50 okay. different states. Okay. And that will be the prerogative of the legislature. I'll make that decision. But I do appreciate your testimony here today. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, sir. Are there any? Yes, Representative Alexander. Thank you, Madam Chair, and thank you, Mr. Conley, for your, your testimony and your comment about uh, you know, having patience with people testifying. It is usually a late night in the Public Health Committee. Yes. No offense to anyone that's coming at the end. It's just <laughs> the way it is. I always feel uh, unfortunate about that mm -hmm. to the people that wait. So, um, Back to your testimony, uh, you, you did mention that you know, yeah, youth um, uh, usage is on the rise, and you know, I take issue with that, and I'd like to respond because youths under 18 shouldn't be using tobacco products. It's not legal. So that, that in itself, and then secondly, uh, you look at what you were saying about cessation, and I don't really know the data, and I'm very happy that this helped you get off cigarettes, but that's a separate issue than youths using this product. That's separate. It's not the same. Absolutely. Connecticut law already bans sales of vapor products to minors. They can beef up enforcement of that. But it's important to remember that the Monitoring the Future study, which is what they were referencing earlier when they said that youth vaping has increased substantially, that same study during the same year where vaping uh, increased substantially, the largest single-year decline in the history of the survey in youth smoking, which is about 100 times more hazardous than vaping. So no, we do not want youth to use these products, but the proposals in this law, such as requiring e-cigarettes to be flavorless, such as enacting uh, mar uh, extreme marketing restrictions, you are going to be not only uh, 
doing that to impact children, but you are going to be preventing adults from using these products to switch and to quit inhaling burning smoke into their lungs. I don't see too many advertisements saying it's a cessation, uh, but, 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 but also um, what do you say about the Yale Medical uh, School study that came out in the Hartford Current in December saying that they're directly, directly advertising to children? And back to my, my thought that I was thinking of, it, it escaped me. I don't know the data, and I didn't know the study you were, you were actually citing. With that being said, maybe cigarette usage for a user down because they're using e-cigarettes. I see that in my neighbor. Maybe that's what's going on. Instead of using conventional cigarettes, they're using e-cigarettes. So I don't know the, the source uh, that you were citing, but what do you make of the Yale Medical School study that came out in December that directly said they're marketing directly to children and that is directly causing youth usage, which is illegal? That is not a study. That is an opinion. These vape shop owners that you have today, they all sell flavors that that uh, that, that those researchers would say are directly marketed to children. And so I'd like to see those researchers come before and speak to these vape shop owners and accuse them. Tell them you are evil and you are marketing to children. They're not marketing to children. They're marketing to adults. As I said, I quit smoking with a watermelon flavored vapor product. I use uh, bubblegum watermelon quite often. And I'm a 28-year-old adult now. And you want to know what the, the fastest growing segment of the liquor industry is? Flavored spirits. Walk into a liquor store, bubblegum vodka, blueberry vodka, cotton candy vodka, and we're not holding hearings about uh, damning the liquor industry uh, for their role in making those products. No, I appreciate the response, and I don't want to make this a debate in, in light of the, the brevity of the, the committee. Um, and I see where you're coming from, and, and reasonable minds can disagree on, on all of this. Uh, I have two more questions. Sure. Uh, first, what – and I'll get into the separate GMO federal thing in, in a minute, but – what is so harmful of requiring, or requiring distributors of e-cigarettes to mention what's in the product? What's wrong with that? I think consumers should have the right to know what's in the product. What's, what's wrong with that just theoretically? Just beyond the vaping industry and, and, and beyond what's going on with the smoke shop owners, and they're not really doing the advertising. It's more the, the products that they're selling doing the advertisement. But what's wrong with that? What's wrong with telling consumers this is in, in this product? As I stated earlier... What is the labeling requirement going to be? Is it going to be, okay, we have a blueberry flavoring in this product? Or is it going to be that you have to do a chemical breakdown of the product? You could have some states decide you need the full chemical breakdown. You could have other states decide, okay, that's, that's one thing. Um, with, as I said, with nicotine content. You have different ways the companies label their products. And so we run a great risk. And then, of course, when you get into warning labels, then you especially run the risk of having 50 different state laws with 50 different state labels. And that will harm consumer choice because there will be some companies, these vape stores, they're not running through thousands and thousands of bottles that they purchase from out of state every day. They may make an order from one company for 100 bottles. And some of those companies, Connecticut's not a very large market. Some of those companies may say, you know what? We're not going to make up those labels, or we're going to increase your cost to make those labels. That's the problem. And and because I'm somebody that actually voted no on the GMO labeling bill, and, and I voted no in this committee and then on the floor. So I understand what, what you're saying. So on a f and, and and a lot of what you're saying, I think, could be worked out. You do speak to the complexity of labeling, and that would have to be worked out. And really, legislative process. We have a concept. We're having a hearing on a concept, and we flush it out as we move forward in the legislative session. And you all, you do raise some legitimate points about how you would label and what have you. And we need to look into that. But what's your opinion about federal labeling? What if we came up with a federal standard that had federal warnings and federal requirements? 
and then we're allowed, and then we're telling consumers what's in the product. Would you have a problem with that if we came up with a uniform federal standard? If, we, if I was speaking before the FDA, I absolutely would urge them in enacting regulations on vapor products to, as part of that, set up some common sense requirements that would be national in standards. And that would include, that would include ingredients. The FDA has proposed a, a warning label for vapor products that would say this product contains nicotine that is derived from tobacco. But the problem is, is that that's just a proposal and that by the time they finalize that regulation, perhaps in June, that regulation, uh, that label could change. So you're not necessarily against labeling and saying what's in the product and even in warnings. You, you want a federal standard? Is that what I'm, I'm listening, hearing? I want to make sure I'm, I'm Yes, beyond age restrictions and child-resistant caps because you can reference a federal standard and it makes it much easier. Anything beyond that at the state level, unless it is strictly dealing with access to youth and youth enforcement, uh, it is a huge problem for manufacturers, and in turn, it will be a huge problem for adult consumers. And, and I understand that as somebody who um, was, was somewhat um, hesitant about GMO labeling, and, and if, if your, your issue is more of not against uh, labeling and saying what's in the product, but but more of the federal. I, I, I can appreciate that. Uh, I'd respectfully not to make this a debate would, would disagree because of my concerns. But I can appreciate that that point of a consumer market of the, the U.S. Commerce Clause and the U.S. Constitution and and how that works. So I can appreciate that. I might respectfully disagree, but I understand that that concern. But I just think the idea of having the labeling warning makes sense. Well, in my opinion. I will very quickly add that we are running into the issue in Indiana and Utah where they have labeling and manufacturing bills. But what's happening is that Altria, Reynolds, and Lorillard, they are lobbying to have themselves specifically exempted from all state warning labels, all state ingredient disclosures, et cetera. So anything that this committee does, please do not protect big tobacco just because they sell their products in sealed cartridges. There are plenty of tiny, small companies that we don't, that are selling these products with sealed cartridges. And so please do not let them lobby you into making this a bill that only regulates the e-liquid and open vapor product industry. No, I, I appreciate you saying that, and, and, and I'll just make one final comment. I don't want to keep going on in this long discussion, because that has come up. And this is a complicated issue, and I'm happy you brought that up, that mm -hmm. discussion up, because I think that needed to be said. And this is a complicated issue. You and I might respectfully disagree, but uh, it is complicated. Yes. And, and on the business end, I understand the concerns you're bringing up about labeling for one specific state opposed to others. And I am somebody that thinks federally this should be regulated and should be federal. So I understand that, even though I disagree with you in, in this one instance. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I'm appreciating you mentioning that one small point, because that has come up in discussions. Yes, thank you. Thank you, uh, Madam Chair. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see, Representative Srinivasan followed by Representative Sayers. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you and good afternoon. And thank you for coming here again as you did last year. We appreciate that. Two comments, and I will get your response to those. We heard our bigger, biggest concern, obviously, is the advertisement and the labeling. And we had a discussion just recently between you and Representative Alexander on the labeling and obviously we understand the intricacies of that and the difficulties when you have to go state by state. We, do, we understand that. Along with that, my big concern is advertisement. And we heard earlier Representative Ackett give us a testimony talking about where the vapors are being advertised in areas where even cigarettes are not allowed to be advertised. And that is a big concern for mm -hmm. us. If is that through that advertisement, are you targeting, obviously not directly, 
but you know the the target there seems to be those who shouldn't be raping to begin with i understand that it is below that 18 years of age but then why would one advertise in those areas and as you see the 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 usage the and the amount that is being used has gone up dramatically we are no cons we, we don't have any major issues w with adults in accepting the the content part which we can work out but it is the youth is the children that we are most concerned about and worried about and hence these various advertising practices the vast majority of e-cigarette advertising that is taking place is being done, one, on television, typically late at night, um, or they usually follow the MSA requirements of 80% uh, more adult, dem 80% or more uh, adult demographic, and magazines. Um, there are, are some billboards, but the problem you're going to run into is that Lorillard v. O'Reilly, various other uh, Supreme Court and Court of Appeals cases involving advertising, they say that legislatures cannot simply decide that one particular product, uh, they do not like that product, and so they are going to restrict the advertising. It's fairly clear. And so while there could be some reasonable agreement about advertising, the fact is, is that Virtually any advertising regulation passed by the state or even at the federal level is going to be very hard to stand up to constitutional scrutiny. So just to carry the conversation further briefly, would that be applicable to, to tobacco products as well? I'm glad you brought that up. The reason why you do not see advertisements for cigarettes everywhere like you did in the 1970s was because of the master settlement agreement. And I want to highlight the last word of that, agreement. That was a contract between states for the tobacco companies to no longer get sued up the wazoo by state attorney generals. So the reason why the tobacco industry has not challenged those advertising laws is because they're not laws. They are in a contract that they signed voluntarily with the state attorney generals. And so it's completely different if the legislature 20 years ago had decided to regulate TV advertising, regulate magazine advertising, et cetera. Those would have almost certainly been struck down, just as in Lorillard v. O'Reilly, the Supreme Court struck down adver outdoor advertising restrictions of a uh, state, I believe, in uh, Massachusetts. Thank you. So if I'm hearing you clearly, so if we have to move uh, forward with, the, with not advertising to our youth, then it would, it would have to be through an agreement, is what you're saying, rather than through legislation. Yes, and you would need to prove that there is advertising targeting youth, and I would dispute that 99, I would say that 99.9% .9 of e-cigarette advertising, especially coming from somebody who quit with one of the flavors that our opponents will say is target marketed to children, um, I would say that there is very little to no uh, vapor product advertising being targeted to children. There is plenty of advertising that is targeting 25-plus-year-old smokers. But look at the era we're in. In 2015, you turn on Cartoon Network at 11 o'clock at night, and there are cartoons featuring gratuitous violence, cursing, and sometimes even nudity. Those are adult shows that are put on the Cartoon Network. So you can't say those shows are being marketed to children. And so you have a lot of, a lot of companies being run by millennials, and they are trying to appeal to adult millennials. And so there are certainly there can be crossover where there is a crossover appeal, but I would strongly dispute that there is marketing, that there is a conscious decision being made. My God, let's hook these kids. I strongly disagree with that. Thank you very much, and thank you for, for your very passionate testimony. Thank you thank all you for Madam your questions. Chair. Thank you. Representative Sayers. Thank you. 
um, to get back to the labeling again. So if the label requirements was um, that you just put blueberry flavorings in there and not break down what the blueberry flavorings consist of, is what I heard was that that was all right? I still have grave concerns, and we still have grave concerns, that you will end up with Massachusetts saying, okay, you need to do the chemical breakdown, and then we run into the issue of the warning labels, uh, nicotine content, different states defining how you actually put it on the bottle. You have even, you have even bills that are pending that would, that would set size requirements. So then you're getting beyond that where you're really getting to 50, the potential of 50 different state labeling laws, and that would be bad for business and bad for consumer choice, especially in a small state like Connecticut. So is there any requirement for warning labels currently? No. The vast majority of products that are sold in the market contain some form of a label that says keep away from children. Um, they're used variants of that phrase, but I can't remember the last time that I saw an e-liquid bottle that contained nicotine that did not have a label that said uh, keep away from children. Do you consider yourself a smoker still? Absolutely not. Uh, I uh, am very difference? proud. What's the difference? The difference is cigarette, you are freebasing nicotine. You are lighting something on fire and you are inhaling it into your lungs at approximately 700 degrees Fahrenheit plus. A vapor device does not burn anything. This liquid is vaporized, it is turned into an aerosol, and the aerosol uh, contains, does not contain carbon monoxide, does not contain the tar of cigarettes. There is a great quote. Uh, from the British Medical Journal in 1975 that is as true today as it is then. Smokers smoke for the nicotine, but they die from the tar. And so the, just like I do not feel uh, that somebody who uses a nicotine inhaler, even though that involves inhalation of nicotine, they're not a smoker. They're an ex-smoker. Uh, and long-term use of nicotine and these products, you can step down your nicotine and get off of them. These products, any smoke-free nicotine-containing product, you have to remember, is 98 to 99% less hazardous than smoking. And even public health advocates that disagree and dislike vapor products, if you poke and prod them, they will generally agree 90 to 95% less hazardous. So you have to remember you're dealing with a, a smoke-free product that involves dramatically reduced risks. I think that the jury is still out on that. I don't think they've been around long enough for a firm decision to be made because you are still inhaling nicotine into your lungs. Um, and by the way, things that are inhaled with a vapor into your lungs actually are more readily absorbed in your lungs than um, other. So, I mean, you still have a problem with that absorption into your lungs. Um, and I think at some point you will still pay the penalty. And as far as I'm concerned, it is still a form of smoking. Um, the difference I see is that you don't have the secondhand smoke problem that of smoking a cigarette. We can, we can respectfully disagree on whether or not what comes out of my vapor product is smoker and whether or not I am a smoker, but I would add that there are plenty of respected public health and tobacco control officials all across the world that are sent looking at the toxicology data. This is no longer the 1950s where when we had first tests on cigarettes, we didn't know the long-term effects of various chemicals and at what levels they are harmful, but with vapor products, we have the toxicology. We know what levels of chemicals are in the vapor, and that is where the the conclusions from all these various scientists and public health officials are that these products are, depending on your number, 90, 95%, 98 to 99% less hazardous. Regardless, there is no argument uh, in the public health and tobacco control community by respected officials that these products are far, far less hazardous than smoking. 
talking fast and quicker doesn't make it any different. The jury is still out, but thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Representative Zoni. Thank you. Just a couple quick questions. Actually, just one question. Can you briefly summarize the manufacturing stream of these products? Where does this stuff come from? A lot of people talk about Chinese products and uh, things coming from there that maybe are done in people's homes in China. There's no regulation. There's no anything. Uh, that versus uh, the big tobacco companies. How do they manufacture? What's the cycle? Sure. There are a couple different segments of this market, and it's important to re remember this. The devices are largely manufactured in China, just like all of our consumer electronics are. Liquids, meanwhile, in 2008, 2009, when this market was beginning, much of the liquid did come from China. But nowadays, when you go around to vape shops, when you go around to convenience stores that are selling e-liquid, uh, I do not think that there's virtually no one uh, in the United States that is still sell selling Chinese liquid. Chinese technology, absolutely. Meanwhile, the large tobacco companies that are selling closed-system e-cigarettes, closed-sealed cartridges like the Views and the Mark 10, those uh, component parts are manufactured in China. They are put together and filled here in the United States. Thank you very much. Thank you. Are there any other questions? If not, thank you so much for coming today and providing your testimony. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. And just a reminder, please be brief. We don't want to keep them here any longer than they have to be. Mr. Connolly killed it. Killed it. Congrats. That was, that was fantastic. Really, it was. Just watching was fantastic. And Representative uh, Sayer, the woman that you heard in that, the uh, uneducated woman who doesn't know what she's talking about, you're going to hear how dumb she really is uh, when I play some more clips after we have <laughs> the favorite genius on. <laughs> she's not very bright. Uh, I just want to say this, though, before I bring Dino on and the vaping genius on. Mark my words. Mark my words right now. Listen, I hope I'm wrong. I pray that I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. Mark my words. In either June or July or sometime this summer, maybe even August, the FDA is going to come down with their deeming regulations. And I can assure you, I can almost guarantee you that part of those regulations are going to be sealed cartridges. I do not believe for a fucking minute that the FDA is going to allow bottled e-liquid. They are not going to allow consumers to handle bottled e-liquid that has nicotine in it. In any way, shape, or form, they are not going to allow bottled e-liquid. I think that Big Tobacco has been far up their ass for a very, very long time and have them convinced that the only way they should stay on the market is if you have sealed cartridges, pre-filled cartomizers, pre-filled tanks, no way do I believe they're going to allow a bottle of e-liquid. Now, what's going to happen when they come out with these deeming regulations is they're going to be sued. Now, they can't regulate anything until that lawsuit is done, which could take, God, it could take years. Who knows how long it's going to take? Probably a couple of years. But what's going to happen when that happens is every state in the country, every public health committee in the country is going to come out and try to ban bottled e-liquid. 
well, the FDA wants to ban it, so if they're, we're gonna, we're, they're not going to wait years for this court hearing to go through. They're going to take action now. And I bet you at the end of this year, the beginning of next year, you're going to see every state moving to ban bottled e-liquid. This is far, far from over. And I highly suggest in every fucking state in the country, all 50 states, all vape shop owners need to get together and they need to get a lobbyist now. Dimitri's been screaming this forever, and he's absolutely right. Get a fucking lobbyist. You're going to need it. Mark my words. Where's Dino? Let me get Dino. Let's get Dino's music. Where's his intro music? There it is. <laughs> Dino. I hate you. I don't like you. Here he comes. <laughs> Our friend Dino. Dino. I hate you. Dino has arrived. I don't like you. The star is here. <laughs> Dino. Brett Connolly's a rock star. He is. <laughs> you don't fuck around, man. Dino. No, I was impressed. I'm telling you, he has an answer for everything. <laughs> answer He's for- a lawyer. What do you expect? <laughs> right. <laughs> he is. He's incredible. I mean, just incredible. So what's going on? No, same old shit. Hanging around, relaxing today. Yeah. Back to work tomorrow. That's good. Nice. Nice relaxing day. That's excellent. So we have, you excited? We have the vaping genius. We're going to bring him on. I can't wait. <laughs> did you hear what he said about us? Oh, no, uh, yes, I did. <laughs> I well, I don't know. What do you mean he said something about us? I well, heard him you know, mention I wanna, us on his YouTube video. I, I want yeah, well, to talk about that, but I'll bring him on first. But before I bring him on, he, uh, he said this during his video. I thought it was funny. Check me out, VP Live. Sunday. Kevin and Dino. Not sure what we're going to talk about. They must be running out of material if they're looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the telling cat's you, out of the bag. You know, I didn't know who he was until uh, I was in a. It was after that reviewers queue, and uh, I had uh, Ruby Roo was in there and sucked my mouth. All these people were in there. And they're like, oh, you got to have the vaping genius on, babe. Oh, you got to have him on. You got to have him on. And that's when I first learned about him. I started checking out his videos and you know researching him. And uh, yeah, he's certainly. <laughs> He's certainly an interesting guy. So uh, he's let's bring him on. He's been waiting long enough. Hang on, we're gonna get his intro music too. Where is his intro music? There it is. We're gonna bring him on. The vaping genius. Vaping genius here. I'm clueless. <laughs> vaping genius here. I'm excited. I'm clueless. He's a good rapper too. Vaping genius here. I'm beat. I'm clueless. Vaping Genius here. I'm clueless. Great song. That's a great fucking intro. I like that. Vaping Genius, are you there? Hello? I'm here. What's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Doing all right. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, Well, listen, thanks for coming on. Hang on. I'm just going to adjust volumes real quick because you're a little low. We're going to turn you up a little bit. Dino, you still there? I'm here. Okay, I'll turn you up a little bit. All right, yeah, I want to thank you for coming on. Like I was saying before, um, all the major reviewers go nuts over you. They said that, that, that I had to have you on. They want to hear you interviewed. That's cool. 
Yeah, they, they love your videos. I was actually watching some of your videos this week. You started reviewing, what, about four months ago? Yeah, something like that. Like, I just began it as a hobby, screwing around, and then uh, I'm still there just kind of screwing around. So how, how long have you been vaping? You've been vaping about four months or longer than that? I've been vaping longer than that. I started initially in, like, uh, I think 2009. I bought a Sigalike that was refillable. I bought, like, bottles of juice, and I didn't like it at the time. I went back to smoking. And then I actually bought some more stuff maybe like six or seven months ago. Right. And then just four months ago. Now, now, who inspired you to start doing reviews? You must have saw one of the reviewers and it inspired you to start wanting to do them yourself. Well, if you want my honest, the honest thing about it, I was watching indoor, uh, indoor smokers and I'm thinking like, I could do a better job than this guy. And this guy's making a living doing it. <laughs> so I was thinking maybe, you know, maybe I could give it a shot. Yep. And, uh, you know, still at the bottom. Listen, I think you do a better job than him. I think he's full of shit. I think you're a lot better than him. I still haven't seen this guy. You haven't seen Indoor Smokers, Dino? No, I haven't. He's just a... He's a guy does... Don't get me wrong. He's got... I'll I'll tell you something. He's probably got more viewers than Grim Green and People Starter combined. Uh, He's got a lot of subscribers. A lot of people watch his videos. But he's just an affiliate marketer. You know, he's just... Everything is good. You know, nothing is bad. He's just full of shit. He's just straight doing it for affiliate links. And he, he's like a Vapor Joe, you know, he's just an affiliate marketer. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but everybody's like that nowadays. Well, yeah, they do. But 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 I like you because, you know, I I, I, I don't know. I just I think you're being you. You're not putting on an act, obviously. You, this is you, right? You're not like putting on an act for the videos or like, you know, how uh, um, Rip Trippers will start. Hey, you know, he starts going crazy doing his act and all that. You're, you're just on the on the video being yourself. Yeah, I'm being myself. That's what I like about it. It's good stuff. All right, so you so you started four months ago. Now, have some of these reviewers like gotten in touch with you? Have they emailed you because they they certainly my, like you? Yeah, well, suck my mod guy talked to me a little bit, you know, and that's a, that's mainly about it. You know, I just get a lot of hate mail and a lot of trolling. I think that's honestly <laughs> the biggest thing that holds me back is the trolling, just because I get so many dislikes on all my videos that they don't get seen. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm not even bullshit. So. <laughs> Why? So they send you hate emails. Why? What are some of the e- what do these people say? Well, you know, there's a lot of people talking shit. I had a kind of a little bit of running with convicted vapes dudes. Uh-huh. Like, uh, you know, I don't know what happened there. I had like some of those guys trolling me, and I called them out. And the next, you know, I had like videos that actually got like taken down because they're like spamming me and stuff. So got a little screwy there. Yeah, well, you know what? Fuck them. Let me tell you something, Dino. Let me tell you something about this guy, okay? He's honest. He doesn't get a whole lot of views. He may have, you know, some videos may have a couple hundred views. Some may only have 10 views. But he keeps on making fucking videos. He doesn't stop. He doesn't care. And that's what I like about him. You know, I feel the same way you do, Baby Genius. I could give a fuck if anybody listened to this show. I don't care if if, if there's 5,000 people listening or two. I do it because I like doing it. And if they don't want to listen to it, then fuck them. And I think you have the same attitude. That's why I like you. I'm here strictly for the notoriety. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm just kind of dicking around and trying to, you know, have a good time. Right. Some people could appreciate it. I have people that actually, you know, message me all the time, like actual subscribers that are like, you know, pretty cool. So it, it, it's cool. Right, right. So uh, I noticed in your earlier videos, I don't know if you saw him, Dino. You see any of his videos? Like, in the yeah, earlier, I watched a few of them. Yeah, in the earlier videos, he would do his reviews in a recliner. And then you stopped doing that. Well, why'd you stop? Why'd you stop using the recliner? I don't know. I was... I was catching a lot of shit for being in the recliner, but that wasn't the main reason. I just kind of wanted, like, a more professional setup. I wanted to see if I could get, like, a, a nicer shot. You know, I definitely need, like, a nicer camera. I need better lighting. You know, I'm just kind of, like, work- I'm testing the waters. 
And yep. I'm like seeing if I want to get more into YouTube or what I want to do for sure. So do you? So do you think if you had like a better camera and better lighting, you might get more views? You think you don't get as many because it's the camera and the lighting? Well, I think like the bigger reviewers, they actually pay attention to shit that I'm saying. Yep. I think they actually think maybe it's like funny or thoughtful or whatever. But like the general people that are just going on there don't have a fucking a real thought about anything. They're just like maybe not watching me as much because maybe you know maybe my video's a little grainy. You know, it's just some little thoughts about it, you know. I'm yeah. not trying to be, like, real self-conscious about it, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, I think you got to, you know, I, I think Pete Broussard gets all those views. It's because he has an incredible camera. You know, I don't, I don't think it's... It's his... not his reviewing skills, I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not his reviewing skill. You know, and, and I like Vapor Genius, too, like... He was talking, I forgot what video I was watching, but he was talking about an RDA and he was talking about if it had more airflow. And he said something like, well, if it had a little bit more airflow, like just to cut here more airflow. <laughs> like, that's great. <laughs> just to cut here more. You know, he just, he just puts it out there. I like that shit. Okay, I, I have to ask you a question. Uh, okay. Top three reviewers of all time. You got to list number three, number two, and number one. Who's number three? Number three. I'd probably say Grim Green. Okay, Grim Green. I agree with that. Number two. Indoor Smokers. Yep. Then definitely Raven Vapes. Oh, you like Raven Vapes. I I love Raven Raven Vapes. Vapes. He's the best. I love him. I agree. The the greatest videos ever. The most entertaining. And he has a real good camera. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he is. Editing software, too. He is something else. All right, I have to ask you another question, too, because I did have somebody... Send me a message today. I won't say who unless they want to be known, but they knew I was having you on. And they said, ask the vaping genius why he sends messages to female reviewers saying he wants to fuck them. <laughs> I'm trying just... to fuck. <laughs> who ain't trying to fuck nowadays? You're Jesus right. Christ. <laughs> okay, well, let me... okay, let me ask you. Uh, Ruby Roo. I might be a little sexist, okay? Would, would you get down with Ruby Roo if she wanted to fuck? Would you do it? I think she, is she married or something like that. It doesn't matter. If she came to you and said, baby, Jesus, let's fuck. Would you go for it's it? Borderline. You know, I don't want to, you know, this is borderline. <laughs> Borderlines. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me think of another one. I'm not, I'm not attracted to her. You're not attracted to her? Oh, my goodness. Dino loves Ruby Roo. He's very attracted to her. Uh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, then let me ask you this: Who do you think is the hottest female reviewer right now? That Daniel Disease chick. Daniel Disease. Who's she? Uh, she does the dab spot, like marijuana related stuff. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I like that vape spot. teacher. Oh yeah, have you seen? I'm the- not like you know. Well, you know, I joke around with you know the girls a little bit. Like you know, I don't know these people personally. You know, I just kind of dick around. Do you would see what oh, just like, like send on the internet all day just creeping on chicks? Do you send messages like, "Hey, you want to fuck?" <laughs> Occasionally. Do any of them say yes? Not lately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, you know, hey, I, was, I, I was one of these kind of like, you know, I'm not trying to get too personal about like my sexual relationships and stuff, but uh-huh. you know, I was one of those kids. I was pretty wild as a kid, so. Yeah. Pretty wild, and, and now you just want strippers and all that stupid shit. Yeah, you know, Dino brought it. Have you seen the vape teacher? No, you got to look her up. Just type I, it next time. Yeah, next time you go on YouTube, just type in the vape teacher. I think you may be sending her a lot of emails. 
she's uh she's 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 pretty foxy so let me ask you this uh because you just brought up uh this girl that does marijuana reviews if uh say like uh pax or uh, magic flight say they sent you a uh, marijuana vaporizer to review would you review that yeah, <laughs> not not even smoke weed, but like you know, I got a buddy that's got weed. And we'll, we'll be making videos. <laughs> he already knows about. it. I already hit up some of those companies asking them if uh, asking them if they want to be review any of the marijuana stuff. Well, because you know what's funny is I asked uh, vaping. You know, uh, twisted vaping for a twenty. The reviewer, I asked him that same question. And he said he wouldn't do it. He would not do reviews for uh, uh, marijuana vaporizers. It's crazy, huh? You know, maybe he just wants to keep a cleaner image. You know, I'm not trying to act like I'm some drug addict or nothing. I don't really smoke weed at all, but I would, you know, for the hell of it, maybe make some videos. Right. You get high for some videos. Yeah, I'm with you. (laughs) All right. I have to ask you this, too. And your YouTube and your About Us section, like you have this, he has where he describes About Us. There's one thing on there that says... Custom orders in bulk for cheap, whatever flavor you want. So, like the other reviewers, you have a juice line. I do not have a juice line. I thought about maybe just, like, making some locally. Um, you know, just like some DIY kind of stuff. Maybe I should take that down. <laughs> well, I was going to ask yeah. you, too. It said, or clone juices. What's clone juice? I know we have, like, okay, clone... Well, there our websites online where you could get like really good cloned recipes uh-huh. from almost any kind of juice you want and i thought about maybe you know making like a cheap version of juices oh okay so you can like get recipes like, don't hold me to this kind of stuff these are like business ideas i had maybe just bouncing around a couple months ago like you right know, i'm right. not i'm not that on it right now and you know he also do you know i i he does a lot of contests in fact the latest contest he has is he's giving away playstation 4s would you rob a truck? <laughs> no, it's just like you put some of those kind of videos up trying to generate views and more traffic. So, you know, that's just kind of what that is. Right, yeah. He explained in the video that he would have to... Uh... What the hell's that sound? Do you hear that, too? Yeah. Is that you, Dino? It's always me. What the hell? Hang on. I'm going to hang up on you and call right back and see if that's what it is. All right. Yeah, it was Dino. He's making all kinds of fucking sounds. This guy's got to get a real uh, computer. Maybe he needs to make some videos. Let's see. Let's call Dino back. Let's see if that straightens up his issue. You there? Dino. Yes. Yeah, that, that that's your Skype. Oh, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. All right, now it's clearing up. All right, it's clearing up now. You had some issues, but we're okay now. Now we're set. Okay, told so, you we need a producer. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, we were t- so okay. So people put recipes online, and you can get the recipes, and then you could you could uh, sell the. Ju- oh yeah, we were talking about the uh, the uh, PlayStations. Yeah. So what he said, Dino, you know, was like he has to get so many views before he can start giving away PlayStations. I think it was so you have to get a hundred thousand views, and for every hundred thousand views, you can give away a PlayStation, right? Yeah, approximately. So, so why is that? Because like you do like the YouTube uh, advertising thing, and then every time someone watches a video, you get a a, a a percentage, whatever the money is. In short, yes. Right. See. So he's not keeping the money, Dino. He's like using it and giving away PlayStation Fours. He's just got to get a hundred thousand for every hundred thousand views, he can give away a PlayStation Four. So if he gets a half million yeah. views, he can give away five Playstations. 
<laughs> it's pretty nice. Oh, I wanna, yeah, and where is Suck My Mod? They went nuts over you coming on. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to be listening. I don't know where the fuck they are. They have a chance to talk with you, and not, now they're not talking. I have a question. I was watching your videos, and you started discussing super sub-oming. And I'm, I'm going to play the clip for everybody to hear, and then I want to know what super sub-oming is. Here's, here's the clip. Here's from one of Vaping Genius's videos. Cloud chasing is kind of whatever it is. You know, if you want to cloud chase, you're doing specific, you know, super sub. You got a super sub-ohm. You could sub-ohm a little bit, but you're not going to be getting the massive clouds. You're going to be getting, like, the same consistent amount of clouds all the time, basically, from from sub-ohming. But when you super sub-ohm, you know, you, get, you run into more issues. You know, you don't want to super sub-ohm all the time. You want to do that sometimes. You're just trying to blow big clouds, so. What is super sub-ohming? Well, basically any coil that's built below, like, what, 0.1 ohms? Okay, so if it's point below 0.1 ohms, then it's super sub-ohming. Yeah, I believe so. So if it's above point... I'm not that into it. <laughs> I'm not that... <laughs> I hang on to that 0.4 ohm range. Well, Dino's an expert on this. Dino, do you super sub-ohm? No. No? Just no. sub-ohm? 0.3. Point it's three. probably as low as I go, maybe. Once in a blue, maybe 0.25, but that's usually by accident. Right. Okay, and then below 0.1 is what he's saying is super sub-ohming. So if you're like a 0.08 or a 0.09, then you're super sub-ohming. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I didn't know that. Did you know that, Dino? Nope. Nope. Well, now we do. See? We're learning from you. That's good stuff. Well, he is the vaping genius. That's right. He's the vaping genius. What else do I have here? Oh, this is where he talks about his, uh, this is another video he did. Uh, he talks about shooting the shit. Hang on. So, no, you know, like, I already know the deal. Like, you know, if I get a nicer camera, I got some nicer stuff going on, you know. My big thing is if I just, uh, you know, if I really formatted a video, which I don't really format stuff. I'm just kind of like shooting the shit. Um, and the reason why I just kind of shoot the shit, Okay, like, if you watch... Okay, I'm not trying to compare myself to Grim Green and everybody like that, but I'm just trying to explain myself. Uh, so, like, if you watch Grim Green, Grim Green is, like, professional clean to a cut. This is the this is the mod, blah, blah, blah. There's, like, nothing in the middle. There's no banter, okay? And, uh, you know, some guys are like that. Um, I'm not saying I'm trying to be funny like indoor smokers or something like that, but he keeps it entertaining where you can watch uh, Ego Review... Okay, and you'll still be entertained. So, and then literally, because that's what he does. I'm not even fucking trying to stretch it. Uh, so, let me take let me take a vapes. I vape while I, while I make my videos. Some words for Grim Green. Has Grim Green ever emailed you? No, not directly. Not directly? Indirectly? Yeah, like some of these little comments, like on videos and stuff, like, you know, just dumb little shit. Oh, so he's left you know? comments for you then. Um, maybe. <laughs> well, like, I'm, I talked to him back and forth in comments before, but not, like, I'm not sure what he what videos he commented on. Okay. Were they nice comments? He wasn't being a smartass, was he? I don't think there's any issues with him. Okay, because if he was, Dino would slap him around, so I'm just making sure. <laughs> and, Dino, and Dino had a question, too. I'm going to play Dino's clip. He found this, and he wanted to know what this was. Hang on. This is the fucking Marquise. Okay, guys. Packaging was kind of like whatever. Just says a little box to the atomizer. So, atomizer. What's an atomizer? <laughs> whatever. 
<laughs> whatever. I'm just, what, you know, I say shit how I say it sometimes. <laughs> Where, what state so, do you live in? Where are you from? What state do you live in? I'm in Illinois. Illinois, I'm okay. Like, uh, South Chicago land. Okay, I thought I recognized the accent. Yeah, he's got a Chicago accent. I thought I recognized that. Well, I got to say that you have a lot of fans. In fact, we have some calls. We have, hang on, we got calls coming in. Calls? Yeah, there's calls for you. If anybody wants to call in too and talk to the Vaping Genius, 347-308-8329. I think this is P. Busardo. Mr. P. Busardo, is that you? What would you like to say to the Vaping Genius? I hate you. Oh, my God. That's terrible. I don't like you. <laughs> oh, my God. I hung up on him. Screw him. What does people start or know? <laughs> How dare he? Oh, hang on. We got another call. Oh, this is Vapor Joe. You know that guy, Vapor Joe? No. No? <laughs> well, this is Vapor Joe. He's called. Hang on. He's on. Let me pick him up. Here he is. You have such a great show. I love your show. It's like a sore dick. <laughs> Can't beat it. It's a sore dick. <laughs> you like that joke? That's my favorite joke. Uh, Joe seems to like you. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank you, Vaping Genius, for coming on. I enjoy your videos. I don't know why people would give you shit. I don't know why they would troll you. I don't know why people would say anything negative about you. I think it's great. I think you need to keep on making videos. Don't stop. Don't let the trolls and all the emails get you down. And uh, just keep it with it. And, and you know, a lot of people like your videos. And, and now that you're on this show, I'm sure you're going to get more subscribers. You got to go to Vaping Genius on YouTube, right? They just go to Vaping Genius. And if uh, companies want to send you products, your information's on your YouTube channel. Yep. I think you should get a uh, uh, marquee, right, Dino? He he reviewed the uh, marquee. What did you think of the marquee, by the way? You did a review of it. I enjoyed it. Didn't Dino create it? Yes, he did. Dino is the creator. Somebody, uh, somebody actually messaged me and told me that. Right. So you think it's okay? I mean, if it's not, you could say it. It's okay. Dino doesn't care. No, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I'd he, be vaping right now if I wasn't on the phone. Right. See? He likes it, Dino. Dino has nothing to say. <laughs> he left him speechless. <laughs> but like I said, the only thing that really hurt my channel early on was I got the troll so early, and I got so many dislikes so early, it really like hurt my videos getting seen. So that's just something I've just kind of been... Uh, so you think because they give you thumbs down, it, it hurts the video? What do you mean? It's like if somebody gives you a thumbs down... The, the, it hurts. They don't show up in the side. It, don't, it won't show up in the side. Oh, so the more thumbs up you get, the more your videos will show up on the side. Pretty sure. I got you. Okay. So everybody, I'm instructing you, go to YouTube, go to the Vapor Genius videos and give them a thumbs up. Is that good? Will that help out? I appreciate it. Good. Absolutely. No problem. Listen, I enjoy your videos. I'm going to continue to watch them. And uh, keep on making them, man. And uh, go to YouTube, Vaping Genius. He's on there. And thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Later. All right. Vaping Genius. (laughs) I like him. You don't like him, Dino? No, he's fine. Yeah, I like the Vaping Genius. I don't know why people give him shit. How dare they? Listen, I like that he doesn't care. 
I like he does these. He has some videos. Well, that's with, obvious. Well, I like he has some videos with five views. He doesn't give a shit. He, just, he still makes videos. He doesn't give a fuck. I'm the same way. I have five people listen. I don't give a fuck. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I want to get back to this. We had Vaping Genius on. I played the Greg thing. Oh, okay. I want to continue with this, uh, this hearing. So we had the hearing, Dino. From what they said, and again, I don't believe them because they're politicians, but from what they said, they're not going to go through with a flavor ban. They realized that if they did, it would put us all out of business. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if I believe them, but that's what they said. As for everything else, I have no idea. I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? But here is one woman that spoke. Uh, This bitch named Nancy Alderman. I don't know where the hell she's from. But she obviously doesn't like e-cigarettes or like what we're doing at all. Next is Nancy Alderman, followed by uh, Nicholas Riccardi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. (laughs) My name is Nancy Alderman. I'm president of Environment and Human Health. We are 10 physicians and public health professionals. So I just want to say, as I was listening to that testimony, I am old enough not only to know Peter, Paul, and Mary, I am old enough to have listened to the tobacco industry. And I want to tell you, it's like doing it all They're all here, Nancy. (laughs) Well, that's okay. I'm just saying I listen to them, and it's like it's all over again. And the issue about a bar that if we can't have vaping in a bar, I remember really well that if we couldn't smoke cigarettes in a bar, nobody would go to bars. And even though there was enormous amount of testimony that there were heart attacks due to the cigarette smoke in bars, we had to have tobacco or the bar industry was going out. So we've seen what's happened with that. I also want to say that we, and then I will read my testimony, my short testimony, that we are getting complaints. We do a lot of environmental issues, and we are getting complaints about secondhand vaping, that people are working in um, places where people are vaping. She's getting uh, complaints, Dino. And they don't like it, and what what can be done about it. So I just want to say that it's not, and also, this is a very new technology. The science is totally not there. So we have so many issues in this country where you get a technology that is way ahead of the science. This is a very fine example of that. And so I just want to say I am in favor of your two bills. We are at Environment and Human Health, 5449 and 6283, that would regulate uh, e-tobacco in the same way that we regulate... Do you hear what she said, Dino? Mm-hmm. Very clever. E-tobacco. Because she wants to equate e-cigarettes as just like smoking, so she used e-tobacco. Very uh, smart, Nancy. Regulate regular tobacco. In a joint policy statement, the American Association for Cancer Research and the American Society of Clinical Oncology said, regulators shouldn't distinguish between the two kinds of products 
tobacco, and electronic cigarettes. Electronic cigarettes should be subject to the same taxes, same marketing restrictions, and limitations on public use as traditional tobacco products. So for years, we didn't listen to the cancer groups, the health groups, who were pushing for tobacco regulation. Well, they're pushing again for e-cigarettes. So, you know, I understand it's an industry. I get it. But it's still a new industry. If we don't regulate it pretty quickly, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I've been up here long It's too late for that, Nancy. ...enough to know as industries get bigger, they are harder to regulate because, the cons- because they have a constituency that is so powerful that it's hard to regulate them. So I'm just going to say I encourage you to pass these two bills. Other states are thinking about doing it. The fact that they don't want any labeling, isn't that interesting? Why would you not want labeling? You know, woo! And why do you not want any restrictions on your product? You don't want restrictions on your product because you want to keep selling it. Anyway, um, I think I'm not going to – you get my drift. I don't think I have to go any further. Um, The science that's there is quite strong, um, and I I just hope that that you you. all do it. Thank you very much, and thank you for your testimony today. How's everybody did after she spoke? <laughs> Sounds like a real bitch. Oh yeah, she was on fire. She was—I mean, she was very animated too when she was speaking. I mean, I think—I think the health committee saw she was a whack job, but you know, she wasn't the only whack job there. There was other whack. She jobs sounds a little like Julia Childs. Yeah, <laughs> Julia Childs. <laughs> oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. You know, I do want to say a lot of vapors showed up. Thank you. I mean, we had that room filled. I just wanted that room filled, and that room was filled. A lot of people showed up. Uh, a good amount of vendors showed up. Uh, it, we got out of there at a reasonable hour, which was great. I think it went on until about five thirty or six or something like that. So it wasn't wasn't you know it wasn't too too bad. It, it was it was okay. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Now we have to wait and see. Actually, here's a moment when I forgot about this. I got these. Actually, three other clips I want to play. The first one is Nick from Smooth Vapors. He just finished his testimony, and one of the health committee uh, members was asking him about uh, advertising, advertising to children. I want to play this. This was kind of funny. Thank you very much. Uh, Yes, Representative Alexander. Thank you, Madam Chair, and thank you for your testimony. And if you were listening to my testimony or discussion with Mr. Conley, um, I I get what you're saying as a a business owner. I'm not anti-business, and I understand you're you're trying to make a payroll and and, and do right. And I I believe you at your your word that uh, you're not selling to minors. But I know for a fact um, in in my district that 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 is occurring. Like I, I know that, so that and there needs to be, I think, in my opinion, some regulations. And I, I understand it's not you that's doing the advertising; it's the manufacturers. But but that is occurring. Some of this advertising. So can I ask yeah, what, sure. what specific? I guess I'm confused as to how they're targeting children in their advertising. What specific form of advertising is being done to target children? Well, using Santa Claus. Using Santa Claus. You know what he's referring to, Dino? No. In 2013. The complete morons, I'm going to put the link in the chat, these fucking idiots at Vapor Shark, 
There's the article. Campaign for tobacco-free kids picked up on it, I'd say, immediately. Put up a billboard with Santa Claus holding an e-cigarette. Thank you, Vapor Shark. billboard? Yeah, it was a billboard in Florida they put up. Thanks a lot, Vapor Shark. Thank you very much. You did a good job with that, you fucks. That was all over the place, and the antis jumped all over it. So that's what he's referring to with the Santa Claus. This is where it gets funny, though. Listen to this part. I mean, I can get you more examples. Okay, but so you've seen vaping things with using Santa Yeah, with so Santa that's, Claus. That's targeting and, children. Yeah, and, 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 and some of the ones that have, uh, you know, uh, women in b- bikinis or whatnot, I think, are more towards adolescent boys, that type of thing. It's cool to do this. You I've don't seen like them. women in bikinis? I, I, I'm not saying I do or don't. <laughs> oh. what, I'm, what I'm saying is. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like. He doesn't. <laughs> maybe he doesn't like women in bikinis. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was great. Santa Claus. I knew I was going to come back and bite us at some point. And now you heard before Representative Sayer, that woman that was speaking uh, when Greg was testifying, asked, you know, saying the stupid shit. This is how dumb she really is. Listen to this. Th- this is amazing. This is Representative Sayer. She has no understanding at all about nicotine. Listen to this. Representative Sayers. Thank you. Um, where does nicotine come from? It comes from tobacco. So then... Anything that has nicotine in it would be a tobacco product? Uh, no, I disagree. Why not? Because it's the delivery system. And again, um, I'm not talking refer- about I'm talking about nicotine. Where does nicotine come from? The tobacco plant. So therefore it is a tobacco Tomatoes. Product. It comes from actually a lot of different sources. But its primary and only source is tobacco. So therefore no, anything containing that's not nicotine correct. is a tobacco that's product. That's not that's not an accurate statement. It comes from other sources. You better check. Well, I checked, Representative Sayer, and nicotine is not only in tobacco, it's in tomatoes, potatoes, eggplant, green and black teas, peppers, and cauliflower. So I think you need to check. You guys are retarded. They are. They make, I mean, she made no sense. This you should put a ban on tomatoes. Well, yeah, and let me tell you something, Dino. This is the scariest part. This woman, and, and she, she had all kinds of stupid comments she made through the whole hearing. She is making decisions for me. She is on the committee. She's on the public health committee. She's making decisions for me. That's scary. That's fucking scary that that idiot is making decisions for me. I mean, oh, my God. You think you got to bow your governor? I got her. I mean, would you rather have her or the governor of New York? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd rather take the governor of New York over her. I mean, she oh, yeah. is. Uh, wow. She's a piece of work. Oh, and somebody else showed up to Jeff Steyer showed up. If you don't know who Jeff Steyer is, you should. Jeff Steyer is from the National Center for Public Policy Research. He came all the way from New York City to testify. I thought it was wonderful that he did. And here is Jeff Steyer testifying. Jeff Steyer, followed by uh, Ray Allen Bergman. Thank you. Good good afternoon. I'm Jeff Steyer. I'm a senior fellow at the National Center for Public Policy policy research, and I come to you today to encourage you not to pass these three bills, and I'll explain why. I'm coming at it in a different context than the business owners. I think, uh, Representative Alexander, you're correct to do a a balancing. Uh, 
business versus public health. I am here to speak about public health. I don't own a business here. I, I'm, I'm interested in public health. I work for a think tank that advances public health policy. And I don't ask you to believe the previous uh, witnesses, although I think you should, to t who tell you that e-cigarettes are dramatically less safer, uh, e-cigarettes are dramatically less harmful than cigarettes, even though they have nicotine in them. I am going to read uh, to you, and, and my, I have um, submitted comments, uh, submitted uh, an appendix to my testimony that has. Uh, yeah, uh, Mr., I, I don't have your testimony. Did you submit I, yes. it on this bill or maybe another bill? Yes, or? thank you, and, and your, your staff has it and is going to include it. Oh, I okay. For that. And I didn't get um, what organization you're with. I'm sorry, could you repeat that again? I am with the National Center for Public Policy Research, which is a free market-based public policy organization. And who sponsors this public policy research entity? We have over 100,000 current active donors, individuals, trade associations, and some industry. Thank uh, you, who, sir. Who Thank believe, you. And, and I know you kind of want to ask a gotcha question, uh, but I am not going to ask you to trust me. I'm going to ask you to trust Mitch Zeller. Uh, Mitch Zeller is the head of the FDA's Tobacco Regulation Division in the Obama administration. And uh, he gave an interview with the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation about this very issue. And I want to read to you very briefly what he said and ask you to consider what you're doing today. And Representative Alexander, I think this goes to exactly the points you made, what Mitch Zeller said. And I, and I would love to uh, take, in my, if you have any questions, I'd like to put this in the context of, of what you have raised earlier because I think it's quite relevant. Uh, Mitch Zeller said the other example is if at the end of the day people are smoking for the nicotine but dying from the tar, then there is an opportunity for the FDA to come up with, uh, he says, I've been with what I've been calling a comprehensive, and this is important, a comprehensive nicotine regulatory policy that is agency-wide and that is key to something that we call the continuum of risk. Representative Sayers, there is a continuum of risk in nicotine products, according to the Obama administration's top tobacco regulator. And I will summarize. He says, right now, the overwhelming majority of people seeking nicotine are getting it from the deadliest and most toxic delivery system, he writes, and that's the conventional cigarette. But if there is a continuum of risk and there are less harmful ways to get nicotine and the FDA, and I would venture you, are in the business of regulating virtually all of those products, then I think there's an extraordinary public health opportunity for the agency to embrace some of these principles and to figure out how to incorporate it into regulatory policy. So to conclude, what Mitch Zeller is saying is that e-cigarettes are less harmful than cigarettes. This is the Obama administration's top regulator of tobacco products. And what he's saying is when we regulate these products, we have to take into account that they are dramatically less harmful and that it may do good for the public health if people switch from cigarettes to e-cigarettes. Therefore, when we regulate them, we must not regulate them the exact Mr. same Steer, way as tobacco products. Mr. Steer, could you please summarize? Yes. And, uh, my summary is that we have to regulate these products differently than tobacco products, not me saying it, Mitch Zeller saying it. And when it comes to uh, issues of advertising, yes, labeling, yes, flavors, and even where you can vape, I think that goes into this context, and I'd be glad to explain why. Well, thank you very much for your testimony. Thank you, Mr. Steyer. Thank you very much for coming and testifying. It was a lot of fun, Dino. You ever been to one of these hearings? No. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's crazy. 
It is crazy. So, yeah, I mean, the hearing, uh, I guess to summarize it, is they said they realized banning flavored e-liquid would just kill the industry here. It shut down all the shops. So they're not going to do it, which, again, I don't know if I trust them or not. We'll see what happens. And as for everything else, defining as as a tobacco product, I'm not sure where they stand on that. There will be an indoor ban. You will not be able to uh, vape in businesses. Uh, Anywhere you can't smoke, you won't be able to vape. That's definitely going through. And I think they're going to do some sort of labeling. I don't know what, but they're definitely going to put some sort of labeling thing into effect. So I guess we'll wait and see. We will see what happens. Oh, and another thing. I want to get off this Connecticut hearing. I just want to say something real quick. Somebody in in China, if anybody's from China is listening, listen to what I'm saying. When you put out these tanks, okay, I have a Heracles tank, right? Do you know? Love you my. Were talking about it last week. I love it. I love it. I fucking love it. But they put out these tanks. They put out the high voltage tank, the Heracles tank, the uh, Arctic tank. They put out the tank first, and then you can't get fucking coils for it. When you release the tank, release the fucking coils at the same time. Don't release the tank, and then you got to wait a month to get fucking coils. I finally, finally found a place uh, Friday that uh, finally has coils. I mean, that, that's ridiculous. Put out the tank and put out the coils at the same time. Why do they do that? Why the fuck do they put out the tank and then you got to wait a month for the fucking coils? It's like putting the cart before the horse. But yeah, it makes no sense. It's like fucking, uh, I go to buy a car. Well, here's your car, sir, but you can't get the tires right now. You can get the tires in a month. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Give me the fucking coils, too. It's so aggravating. I was searching and searching and searching. And I really want the 0.2 ohm coils. That's what I really want, but those aren't coming out till next week. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. I've, I I had them second day aired. <laughs> oh, I, my God. <laughs> You're out of your fucking me. mind. I only have one coil left. That's it. So rebuild until the fucking thing's done. Uh, we tried. I took the first coil no, I had. No, rebuild an orchid or something else. You, you don't fucking die without no, it? No, I want my Heracles. I want the coils. I want my Heracles. Fuck that. I love this thing. I love the coils. It, we the first one I took it out and uh we were fucking with it at work. You just you can't rebuild it. It's not like the Atlantis. You can use Atlantis coils in it, but I don't want an Atlantis coil. I want this coil. So whoever's making these things in China, put them both out at the same time. For fuck's sakes. It's ridiculous. These fucking people. Oh, oh, I forgot about this, too. I forgot about this. I can't forget this. Where the fuck is this? Remember this bitch and what she said? Dr. Nancy Schneiderman. Fucking bitch. Listen to her. Flavored nicotine liquid can cause death. Can cause death. Can cause death. Can cause death. Flavored nicotine liquid. Flavored nicotine liquid can cause death. You dummy. Guess what happened to her? You know what happened to her, Dino? After breaking Ebola quarantine, Dr. Nancy Schneiderman will stop playing doctor on TV. Ha, ha, ha. NBC News' Dr. Nancy Schneiderman managed to make it back on air after violating her voluntary Ebola quarantine to get takeout. But apparently the network can't tolerate a second scandal in the midst of Brian Williams' suspension. She no longer works for NBC. Ha, ha, ha. That's how karma works, you dummy. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. Karma is the greatest thing ever. 
Ha ha ha. That's what you get. Say stupid shit like that. Now you don't have a job, dummy. I love it. You believe in karma? Do you know? I believe in karma. I totally believe oh, in it. Oh, yes. I believe in it. It's the greatest what thing goes ever. goes around, comes around. Absolutely. And it came around for Dr. Nancy. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> oh, that's great. That was the best news I got all weekend. A dummy. Anything going on with you? Anything exciting? Oh, you know what? That mod? You, you put a picture of a, a mod in the Skype this week. What was that? I don't know which one you're talking about. It was the one that had the DNA forty and uh the tank actually went on the, the rail something or Oh, the rail box. Rail box. Yes. That thing looks cool as shit. The only oh, problem I got one coming. Well, the only problem with it is it's only a single battery. Well, you know, I've said for a long time that dual eighteen six fifties with a on a regulated device is the way to go. Yes. But I now have two single 18650s DNA 40s, mm-hmm. and I'm having a great time with them. And the, and the only way I would buy one of these is if the battery is changed easily. Like on the vapor flask, it's a pain in the ass. You've got to unscrew that thing with a quarter. Yes. But if you could just take the battery out like uh, – like the new Vapor Shark, you just pop the side off and change the battery. Yep. I can get through two full tanks on one eighteen six fifty. Now, I know it doesn't sound like a long time, but it's not that big of a hassle changing out batteries. So I actually have two single eighteen six fifty DNA forty devices right now that I'm really enjoying. Yeah, see if, if I if if it had two bat, I, I I think the whole thing is cool. I like the whole rail kind. I like you put a dripper in any tank in it, having everything enclosed. That's really cool. The, the thing looks nice. It looks beautiful. It looks well made. Yeah. Yes, it does. Uh, but I will not buy one because it's single eighteen six fifty. I like my dual eighteen six fifties. You know, I I can I can put these batteries in in the morning, and they'll last me till fuck seven eight o'clock at night, no problem. And I like that. Um, maybe I like it because you make a point that it is a pain in the ass to change the batteries out in a flask. Maybe I wouldn't mind if I had a device where it was just very simple to put another battery in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, but it, it looks it looks badass. I'll tell you that. I think the thing is I, nice. I tell you the truth. I mean, I'm vaping at 37 and a half watts. Yep. And single 18650, I'm getting along fine with it. Yeah. I really am. Well, that's the other thing, too. Since I got this Heracles take, I got, I got all 40 watts going to it, and it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. it it's, 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 it's just hot enough. It's not too hot. It's fantastic. So maybe because I'm only doing 40 watts, and maybe that's why, you know, it, obviously, I mean, if I was doing more. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll check it out when you get it. I do like it. I think the thing looks nice. It's very nice, and I love I like it because I like the idea that, that it, everything is in one small box. Yes, you know, I I, I, I I like, there's another mod I have called the, I don't, these, I don't know who makes up these names, it's called the Fulgoris. And it's it's a DNA 40 with a single 18650, mm-hmm. and the atomizer is inset in the side of the box. Yep. So it's very, very compact. Right. So I like that style. I li- You know, I'd like to see more of this style coming out. I like that. Now, on that, that rail mod, whatever that is, you could put anything in there, right? You could put a dripper. You could put a tank. I mean, they showed like a K-Fun. They showed a dripper. You could pretty much put anything in there. So like I could put that's my Heracles tank. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. 
I really like that. So it's just a box with a drip tip sticking out. Pretty much. How much are they? Oh, I got to look. I want to say it was like 300 and change. Oh, God. Ooh. You paid that for a fucking, what do you call it? Holy for the, your, uh, your, what, 335 euros. Uh, 335 euros. So that's euros. It was like 350 bucks. Oh, Jesus. I don't know if I like yeah, it that much. <laughs> I like it. I just don't know if I like it that much. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I'll wait and see. It is cool, though. I do like it. Yeah, I think there should be more of that. There should be more box mods coming out like that, where everything's just enclosed on the insides. You just have a box, tip sticking out. That's it. Yeah, I, it's a nice nice setup. Yeah, very, very nice. Whoever makes that good job. Is that something you just buy? Or is one of those pre-order things? or? Well, no, it wasn't a pre-order. Uh, it, the way it was set up is they had an interest list and I signed up for the interest list. And then when it was ready to ship, they notified you to make payment. So it's not like you had to order it and wait six months for the fucking thing. Right. You paid for it and they ship it. And that's the way they did it. Yep. Okay. So it's on the way then. Oh yeah. Well, that's good. Should be interesting. It better be on the way. I paid for the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's that same Italian guy, and this, this is a whole. No, he's <laughs> like, gotcha again, I got you my know. money back from that fucking scumbag. Oh, that's good. That's good. Actually, not from him, from PayPal. That is good. And Tom Baker, I know you want to talk about your. Uh, I, 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 I can't do it tonight. If you want to do, look, listen, Mister Baker. If you want to do it next Sunday, you can talk about your thing at the FDA. You can do your interview that you want to do. All that stuff. I can do it next Sunday. I just can't do it tonight. Tonight I can't do it. I gotta. I. 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 I gotta cut it short. <laughs> this is enough. I don't even eat dinner yet. It's just been. It's been so busy this week. Oh, it's been busy, busy, busy. And then there's all this stuff. Like the, you know, they, they they took my motorcycle apart because they're gonna paint it. Dino, and he said one of the fairings was. Uh, like fucked up like it's a fiberglass fairing and they try to re, like fix it with plastic and it was just unrepairable oh they did like a plastic uh weld on yeah. it or something yeah so he's like so get a new part well yeah but it's, it's not that easy i mean i tried to find he's like just try to find a used fairing and i can just you know it's going to be painted anyway i couldn't find one anywhere so i found a company in california that sells fairings i think they make them and they sell them so I was like, hell yeah. And I called them up and uh, they're like, yeah, you know, I place the order. They tell me it's going to take a month. I'm like, a month? <laughs> what the fuck? It's going to take a month? It's a pre-order. So yeah, so now I got to wait another fucking, uh, well, that was a week ago. So now I got to wait another three weeks. It sucks. I'm excited. I want my bike. <laughs> it's going to start warming up. You know what I mean? Start to warm up. boy bike now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm searching for a go-kart right now. A go-kart? Yeah. For what? go-kart. For your grandson? My buddy, yeah. How old is he? Yeah, but I'm going to drive it, not him. He'll sit on my lap. <laughs> I was about to say, you ever drive a go-kart? Yeah. Why don't you just take him to a place where they have go-karts? No, I'm going to get my own. <laughs> you're fuck, buy- I got to go. I go to the garage downstairs. I'll put it in there. You're going to buy a go-kart. So, like, you know, just a little, like, what do you like? One of those with, with a little, like, motors or one of those... Like, I saw one that, like a, it looks like a little doom buggy. It's got two seats in it. It was like a, like twelve hundred dollars. Because I, I went to uh, when I was in Florida years and years ago. I went to uh, I think it was Malibu Grand Prix, and they had those go karts that do like seventy miles an hour. 
No, I ain't getting nothing like Those that. Those things were fun as fuck. <laughs> that was oh, awesome. I'm going to get some of this like 40 miles an hour. Right. You know, another thing you can do, too, is you should take them to, uh, well, I don't know, it's kind of far, but you could take them to, uh, you should take them to Lime Rock. They have races here at Lime Rock every year. Lime Rock is beautiful. The racetrack is just, it's this, uh, they used to have Le Mans there, and I don't know why they stopped doing it, but the, I would go there every year and watch Le Mans. They have other races, too. And what's cool about Le Mans is, like, you can walk around, like, all the grass areas and stuff. And it's like you're so close to the cars going by. It's just amazing. I mean, it's I, like I took him to Monster Jam. Yeah, and that was a fucking blast. Yeah, you like that? He had a ball. I'm telling you, you see these. I mean, you stand out at Lime Rock. You see these cars coming down that straightaway, doing fucking 180 miles an hour, and I, they're so loud. I mean, you could just they shake your body. It's just it's just the greatest thing. I, I mean, if he likes that kind of stuff, you get a big kick out of it. This year, we're gonna start fishing with him. You fish? Oh, yeah. I have a boat. Oh, you have a boat? I didn't know that. Yeah. Shit, so let's take the fucking boat to Niagara Falls. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've been fishing for 25 years. What kind of boat is this? Is it like a fishing boat? Yeah, I have a, a 24-foot 20, Parker. Oh, shit. Yeah. Look at you. Fancy. <laughs> it's not that fancy. It's a nice boat. I love it. I don't, I don't know anything about it's boats. It's my grandson's boat now. I've gone fishing once in my life. Uh, some guy in Florida years ago convinced me to go fishing because I never did. I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'll try it. He's like, you'll love it. You'll love it. Uh, I The only thing I caught was an eel. And I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> I go out and catch fish. That's the difference. Yep. So all I caught was an eel. And I'm like, yeah, this sucks. But I tried it. I gave it a shot, you know. I might have liked it maybe if I caught something, but I don't know. Have you taken him to the Bronx Zoo yet? Oh, yeah, a bunch of times. Yeah. I, I rode on a fucking camel with him. Really? Yeah. Can I'll, you imagine me on a camel? Man, I, I love... I my, my parents used to take me to the Bronx Zoo when I was a kid, and I haven't been there since I was a kid. I'm sure it's like just way oh, different it's beautiful. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got to go to the Bronx Zoo at some point. I know Jamie's talked about going. She really wants to go. I'll wait till it warms up. All right, I'm going to wrap this up unless there's something you want to bring up. I'm, I'm beat. Yeah, I'm going to go to bed, too. I'm going to watch The Walking Dead, and that's it for me. Oh, that's right. So so you watch The Walking Dead when you're done with the show. You don't wait till the next day? No, I watch it tonight. Oh, interesting. Yeah, right after the show, I'll go watch it. And it's like an hour show, right? Yeah, one hour, but I can fast forward through commercials. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, actually... Vaping with Twisted 420 could have done that. Yeah. But he's too cheap to buy a fucking DVR. Right. I agree. I absolutely agree. All right. Well, uh, we will talk to you uh, next week. All right, buddy. All right, man. Talk to you later. Take care. Okay. That's it. We're wrapping it up. I'm done. Monday, tomorrow at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you have... Anti Nanny with Raven Grimm. Tuesday, you were supposed to have Russ, but he didn't show up. Maybe he'll show up this Tuesday. 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time with ClickBang Radio. Wednesday, you have Smoke Free Radio with Dimitri. Thursday, you have the Genie K Show, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'll be back next Sunday. I want to thank Nickwid. 
Nickwood.com is our official sponsor of VP Live. Check them out. And I must play this to remind everybody. Just don't blow yourself up. I'll be back next Sunday.